You're listening to Classic Jazz Travels, and this is episode 40. My name is Doug Anderson, and I'll be bringing you music from jazz's rich timeline, from the 1920s to the recent recordings made by today's Northwest jazz musicians. If you're new to jazz, I hope to give you some insight into what I hear and how I learned to listen to this really special and uniquely American music. I invite you all to explore each song for things you notice in tone, rhythm, and structure. Jazz to some can be a hard thing to listen to, but I think if you begin to decompose each song and figure out what's happening, it can open huge doors and allow you to truly experience the creative process unfolding with each chorus. Today we're celebrating 40 episodes of Classic Jazz Travels, and I'm going to share a collection of artists that have inspired me. From the first days studying drum set at Canelli Keys Music in Edmonds to the present day, we'll begin with someone who I believe is still on a plane by himself, Mr. Buddy Rich. His technique, his improvisation, and his swing are unmatched. This is from his album Big Swing Face. Here is Willow Crest.
been listening to Classic Jazz Travels. I'm Doug Anderson, and happy to be your host. Today we're celebrating the 40th episode of the show with artists that have inspired me along my own jazz timeline. We began the last set with the great Buddy Rich and Willowcrest, followed by the master Miles Davis from probably the greatest jazz album recorded, Kind of Blue, was So What? And we closed the set with Bill Evans performing Waltz for Debbie from his album Live at the Village Vanguard. This too is one of the albums you have to have. Well, up next in the second set, we're beginning with the great John Coltrane. This is one of, if not my favorite ballad ever. From his album Giant Steps, this is Naima on Classic Jazz Travels.
listening to Classic Jazz Travels, and I'm your host, Doug Anderson. In the second set, we began with John Coltrane's classic performance of Naima, followed by one of the most lyrical and imaginative alto players, Cannonball Adderley, and Cannonball Takes Charge. And we closed the set with something from my second favorite jazz recording of all time, part two from Chick Corea's Three Quartets. This album highlights the progression to me of small ensembles with fabulous playing by Eddie Gomez on bass, Steve Gadd on drums, Chick on piano, and my all-time favorite tenor player, Mr. Michael Brecker. Well, I do hope you've enjoyed today's journey. I ask that you continue to explore jazz music. Listen for new things, new tones, new rhythms. We'll close today with something from here in the Northwest. Nick Manson and I grew up playing and performing all over the area. He's now in Arizona teaching and playing. This is from his 2008 album, Mercator, with Andy Suzuki on tenor, John Patitucci on bass, Nick on piano, and Ian Froman on drums and cymbals. This is Red Door. Have a great week. <laughs>